according to Luke, looking at the ninth, 19th chapter. Want to lift it again one more in our hearing, looking at those verses 1 through 10. But I will just read verses 5 and 6. Reading from the New Living Translation. If you're not there, say, hold on. Amen. If you're there, say, let us begin. The Word of God says, when Jesus came by, he looked up at Zacchaeus and called him by name. Zacchaeus, he said, quick, come down. I must be a guest in your home today. Zacchaeus quickly climbed down and took Jesus to his house in great excitement and joy. Look at verse 7. But the people were displeased. He has gone to be the guest of a notorious sinner. They grumbled. Praise God for his word. As you take your seat, you can help me announce this topic to your neighbor. Change of character. We want to talk about change of character. Dealing with this series of having credible Christianity. In order for our Christianity to be credible or to be believable, somebody needs to see a change in our character. First Corinthians writer says that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Hello, somebody. So if somebody knew you before Christ, they should see somebody new after Christ. Hello, somebody. And so if you have not changed yet, then you need to check what you believe in. Because when we meet Christ, a change has to happen. I said it has to happen. If you need some assistance here, I'll get back to my text. But Jesus says, if you are my disciple, you must deny yourself, pick up your cross, and follow me. I'm going to get to the text, but I just want to point out that he says, if you are my disciple, you must deny yourself. That means there's a change of character. It's no longer living for self, but you're living for me because you pick up your cross and follow me. Tell your neighbor, change your character. In this process, we find Jesus on his way to Jerusalem. In this gospel, Luke gives us parables of Jesus teaching on humility, he talks about the cost of being his disciple, the parable of the lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost son. We know that lost son was called the prodigal son. In the 16th chapter, we also see the story of the rich man and Lazarus. Y'all familiar with that story? Then in the 18th chapter, he teaches to be persistent in prayer, saying the Luke points out that we ought to pray and not give up. Tell your neighbor, you need to push. Pray until something happens. And he moves on to go on to say that when Jesus saw a rich man that came to him, he also tells this rich man that says, when Jesus saw this, he says, how hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. In fact, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. He follows that up by saying, what is impossible for people to enter the kingdom, it is possible with God. He says this after he gives the parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector. I'm giving you all this background to find out that Jesus is teaching leading up to this point of his encounter with Zacchaeus. He's been talking about humility. 
He's showing contrast of the rich and the poor, and he's showing the contrast of the pious and the humble. You see, he ends up with a rich man who is a tax collector. Y'all see that there in the text? And this rich man who is high and standard, but is low physically. <laughs> he has a lot of money and he wants to enter the kingdom of God. But Jesus says that it's easier for a camel, hello, to get to an eye of a needle than for the rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Why does he say all of this? Because he's pointing out that the rich man don't know how to get low. When you can humble yourself... Uh, you open up yourself to be a servant unto God. But when you are rich and you think you are better than somebody else, you don't bother to look low. You just keep your nose up in the air. So it's seen to us that the rich is impossible for the rich to humble themselves because they have not humbled themselves. They think better of themselves than they ought to. And so why we see here in this text, we see Zacchaeus short in stature and it's impossible for him to see God. Y'all see that? He says he could not see. It was impossible for him to see because he was too low in stature. We see here that we need to be as Zacchaeus, that he pressed on towards the goal and the prize or the higher calling in Christ Jesus. This is Paul put in Philippians 3.14. Zacchaeus, is, we find him that he is a chief of the tax collector. Y'all see that there? He was a chief. He was ahead a of them, and he was very rich. There's no question about his status. He had a good position that allowed him to get a lot of money. Did not mean he got it right, but he has a lot of money. He also is told that his stature was short and he could not see over the crowd. Can I help us to look at some things about Zacchaeus? Tell your neighbor, don't let the crowd stop you. Because Zacchaeus did not let the crowd stop him that he started looking up. Hello, somebody. It's good to look up because when you look up, you might realize how you can get up. And Zacchaeus started looking around and he looked up. He says, I can't see over the crowd, but I see a tree that's over the crowd. So let me climb up the tree. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, you need to get into a higher position. <laughs> that sometimes in our lives that we have to realize that when we have done what we can, we need to look and see what God's provided. Hello. Do you understand that Zacchaeus did not plant this tree? Let me, let me say this one more time. We're not in his backyard, in his garden. It's on a roadside where the tree is planted. But yet God has placed that tree in the right position in order for Zacchaeus to climb it up to be seen by Jesus. Y'all catch that there? So in this process, we see that he climbs the sycamore fig tree. And now he's in the spot for his blessing. You understand here? It wasn't until Jesus got to the spot he called out his name. I, I want you to grab here that many times in our lives we we're waiting for our blessing to come, but we are not in the right position. And that's why it's hard for the rich man to enter because he can't get in the position. What position is Zacchaeus in? He's in a humbling position. Understand here that it's not cool for a rich man to climb a tree. Well, cool. 
this man was rich, so he probably was dressed in some fine clothes. This man was rich that he probably had people serve him or bring people to him, but he had nobody to bring him to Jesus. So he said, I'll go see him for myself. And then not only that, Jesus calls out his name so everybody stops looking at Jesus and look up at the tree. So now he has all eyes on him. And he thought that he could sneak away possibly because nobody was looking up. He was looking down, but they are now looking up and say, oh, that's that sinner. You see how they introduce him. He's a chief tax collector. He's rich, but yet the people see him all. He's a notorious sinner. That he is worse than the rest. And yet Jesus says, I want to be at your house. Why is that? Because we find out here that he was in a position for his blessing and Jesus was ready to bless him. We need to realize the position to be in is a position of what? Humility. When we humble ourselves, that's in the right process for God to use us. Can I help somebody else out with another illustration that I, I used this example before and it's good, so I'm going to use it again. That a, 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 a group went out swimming. And they went out swimming and one young man became overwhelmed with the undercurrent of the water that it started bringing him down. And bringing him down. Now, the, one of them was a great swimmer than all the rest, and he was sitting up on the rock. I heard the person say the story this way, that he became envious of that man up there on the rock because he could easily save that one that was sinking down there, but he did nothing to help him. The man was wavering and, and splashing, saying, help me, help me. He's going under. He's going under. And finally, when he went under, he did not come back up. Then that man jumped off the rock and just few quick strokes was there and lifted the person up and brought him back to safety. And then the person said they looked at envy at that man and saying, why did you wait all that time to save him? He said, I had to wait until he was ready. said, if I went too early, he was fighting too much. He would have brought us all down. I, I had to wait until he was ready. When he could give up and he had nothing else to do but to wait for his help to come. That's what we got to be. That sometimes when things are going too good in our lives, we don't know how to wait on the Lord. But we start talking about, look how good I am and what I have done. But when that stuff gets taken away, you find out all I got is Jesus. So Zacchaeus found out in that process that all he had was himself. And he could, all he could do was just climb up and wait for Jesus to come by. Tell your neighbor, just wait. I heard another illustration. I will try to make sure I touch everybody. Another illustration, a preacher was preaching on how he went to go get his car fixed. And he says that it was a brand new car, brand new car, brand new car. And he took it home, had some problems with it, now he upset. How I got a brand new car and I got problems with a brand new car. So he says he's at the dealership with his car, starts talking to the other people in the waiting room. And he started to find out that his problem was as bad as he thought. <laughs> Throw this one for free. As bad as it is for you, it might be worse for somebody else. <laughs> and so he started thinking about that. It's not as bad as I think it is. But then he started realizing that everybody was getting called but him. Then, then it finally hit him when there's only two left. He says, eventually, they're going to call my name. Y'all catch that one? That eventually, they're going to call my name. 
What I'm trying to point out that when you put yourself in the position that God wants you to be eventually, he's going to call your name. If I look in my text here, Zacchaeus' name wasn't called while he was at his house. It wasn't called while he was at the task booth. But when he got to the position and Jesus was right there, he says, Zacchaeus. And so look at this. When Jesus came by, he looked up at Zacchaeus and called him by name. I came by here to tell somebody here that Jesus sees you right where you are and he knows all about you and he knows what he can do for you and he's able to call your name. So once he was in the position of humility and desperateness to see Jesus, that's when it became possible for him to see him. Some of us cannot see stuff because we haven't made it or put ourselves in the position to see it. I, I, I love I love baseball. Y'all know I love the Cubs. And, and, and Wrigley Field to me is the best stadium ever. But I, I happened to go to a tour and I went to the Boston Red Sox State. And I said, Fenway Park's all right. But then they took us on the tour of Fenway Park. And I found out some things here that, you know, that the, the wall, the, the green monster, they had those seats on top. I was like, why do people want to sit in those seats? And then when I got high up on those seats, I found out that those were the best seats in the house. They sell out of those seats quicker than the box seats and the suites. There's a waiting list for people to get on, so therefore they do a lottery just to make sure it rotates enough to get people in those seats. Pointing out to me that, that the best possible position is high right there. And many times in our lives that we don't put ourselves in the right position because we're not willing to wait. But when we get in the right position where we can see, hello somebody, we appreciate the view. Not till I got that did I appreciate the view. Watching on TV, oh, who wants to sit on the top of that green mouse? That's a horrible place. But when I got there, I said, this is where I want to sit. It reminds me of the song that says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. I, I can't tell you what he's done for me and make you believe it, but sure enough, if you try for yourself, you can say, I agree with you. <laughs> That's why we're able to say amen, because I know you're right about it, because God is able to change my position when I put myself in the right place. Three lessons I want us to learn from Zacchaeus. First lesson I want us to learn from is this, that we need to have a desire to see Jesus. Have a desire to see Jesus. When you have a desire for something, you'll do anything and everything to get there. You'll be like that Motown song, I'll beg and plead for your sympathy. You'll do all that you can and say, I ain't too proud to beg. You, you, you. You, you desire to get a raise, you go on strike. Hello, somebody. <laughs> I'm going to stand out and pick it. Let the boss know I'm not happy with what's going on. Uh, you desire to get somebody in office, you campaign for them. Uh, if you desire to see Jesus, won't you not campaign? Won't you not push, pray until something happens? Won't you not put yourself in the position so you can get your blessing? Because you desire, Lord, one thing I desire and that thing I want most is to be in the tabernacle. And so when you desire, then you realize that and tell you never, won't nothing stop me. Zacchaeus looked up, says, I'm short, so what? 
I can't see over the crowd. So what? I can climb. Can I help somebody out there? Don't look at what you can't do. Look at what you can do. I'm trying to slow myself down. Y'all get excited now. You remember the woman with the issue of blood? She had it for so long, I can, I, I can imagine that her condition had her hunched over. So she could not walk upright. She could, had nobody to care because nobody wanted to touch her to get dirty. But all she could do was reach the hem. Oh, you know where the hem is, right? The hem is at the bottom. So I, I imagine with my mind's eye, all she could do was just get low to get up. All she had to do was to get low to get up. Because once she got low and touched the hem, she was here, she got up. She got up. You can help me preach to tell you that. Just get low, you'll get up again. Showing us that when we get ourselves in a position of humility, God gives grace to the humble, but he opposes the proud. So when I can humble myself, I, 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 I want to be there because my desire is to be there. The only one way I can come is come low. You can't come higher to Jesus because you can't get higher than him. If you think you can't get higher than him, you just as foolish as Lucifer. Because, and Isaiah says that he thought he could take his throne above God. I could see God with my, this is my Holy Ghost imagination, nowhere in the Bible, but this is me, my Holy Ghost imagination. I see God laugh and say, you fool, you out. You and your friends, gone. Boom. Oh, mess with me. Who do you think you is? That, that's just my Holy Ghost imagination. And Jesus says, I saw you fall. You went from being high to being the lowest of the low. That we're going to find you self-introduced, crawling on the ground, eating dirt. Hello, somebody. <laughs> How low can you go? So when you think yourself high, you'll find yourself flat on yourself. But when you come low, it's easy to get elevated. Hello, somebody. So when we have a desire to see Jesus, we'll be willing to humble ourselves before him, just as Z was able to. Look again, we see a rich man who's a tax collector, but yet he sees Jesus. Earlier, we see a rich man and Lazarus. The rich man don't, does not see Jesus, but the poor man does. A rich young ruler wants to enter the kingdom of God, give up everything you have. He walks away upset. But we find a rich man, a tax collector, a notorious sinner, being welcomed by Jesus. Third aspect, too, is this that we can learn from Zacchaeus is this, that we can learn how to make our wrongs right. Sometimes in our lives that we don't want to ever go back to what we have done wrong in the past. Because you want to tell everybody, well, that's in the past. Forget about it. But can I help somebody out? If I broke my leg and it's in a cast, I'm still waiting for it to get healed. The injury happened in the past. But I'm waiting to get here. Hello, let me tell you how I got my injury. My injury came because you hit me in a car, in the past. But I'm waiting to get healed. You walk past me every day and say, I hope you get better. I say, thank you. But every day you never say, I'm sorry for hitting you. You say, don't you know I, I'm sorry because I said I hope you get better? And I can say, 
Yeah, I, I hear you say, I hope you get better, but I never heard you say, I'm sorry. I don't live in an osmosis place where I can understand what you're thinking. Nor can I read minds. My mom told me to stop doing that yesterday. <laughs> I need to hear it from your lips that you're sorry and then my healing be complete. But too many times in our lives that we say I know Christ and he's taught me how to forgive so you need to too. But yet you have not May right your wrong. You say, Pastor, what you talking about? Can I look at what Zacchaeus did? Zacchaeus went before Jesus and shared with him that I will give half my wealth to the poor, Lord, and if I have cheated, past tense. Cheated, past tense. People on their tent, I will give them back. Half as much. No, it's not in the text. Four times as much. He went above and beyond what was asked of him. Let me help somebody out. That when we do somebody wrong, we got to go again and humble ourselves and be willing to go above and beyond to make it right. Let me help somebody out. Can I talk about Jesus? Uh, what did Jesus do for us? He died for us. That was above and beyond. Come on, somebody. Uh, he, he could have said that you are not worth it because you're not worth it. <laughs> because all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But I'm glad the writing didn't stop there. He went on to say, for the ways of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. I'm glad he didn't stop right there. He went on to the 8th chapter. There's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. He didn't stop there. He went on to the 10th chapter. says, all who call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Pointing out to us that all you got to do is just come to Jesus. And it'll take what's broke and make it right. But yet we have to acknowledge that it's broken. And we have to come to make it right. Because when we realize this lesson from Zacchaeus that if Jesus changes us, then we need to have a change of character. And our change of character will look back that I don't brag about what I used to do. You know how people mess up their testimony by bragging how bad they were? Well, I was the baddest drinker. Could nobody outdrink me, but the Lord saved me. Don't nobody care about all that. Could nobody outdrink you. What's that guy doing anything? I could pull any girl. You, the Lord, no. Who cares about that? We need to talk about what he's done. He says, look here, I'm not going to talk about how I, I could cheat and not get caught. He says, Lord, I want to give back what I did. He didn't, he, he didn't have to confess it. He says, Lord, I've been changed from the inside. I want to show it on the outside. I'll tell you never, that's changed the character. That you, we want to be men and women of integrity that the Christ in us is seen. Whether you see us or don't see us, it is evident in how we live. Then there's three lessons I want us to learn from this credible Christ. Christ is willing to visit sinners. That, that, that should get us to humble ourselves that we too need to be willing to visit sinners. 
that we get so caught up that we think we're like that Pharisee. Lord, I'm, I'm not like that tax collector. Oh, I tithe. I give my offer. I fast twice a week. But that tax collector was sitting there saying, Lord, forgive me. I'm a sinner. He said, who went home? Who went home blessed by the Lord? The tax collector. I see this again in this text. Who is being blessed? The tax collector. Don't get so caught up that you think you're high and mighty that you're better than you are. Tell your neighbor, stay low. Because Jesus is willing to visit sinners. So if he's willing to go out, then we too need to go out and tell somebody else that Jesus wants to know you. He wants to live with you. He wants to spend time with you. Secondly, Jesus also sees the heart and he can change it. You see, Zacchaeus wanted to see Jesus. Jesus wanted to see Zacchaeus. That's what I love about the story, that as bad as Zacchaeus wanted to see Jesus, Jesus wanted to see him too. Nowhere else does, Zacchaeus, does Jesus invite himself to somebody else's house, but he invites himself to Zacchaeus' house. I want to be at your house. In Revelation, he writes, Behold, I stand at the door knocking. Jesus came for us. The Luke writer put it in there. He, Jesus said what? I've come for the lost. He wants to be with us. That's, that's humbling because look at the crowd. The crowd saying, why is he spending time with him? Why is he going to his house? See, the problem is in our life that we want to judge people because we see what's on the outside. But I thank God Jesus sees what's on the inside. Remind me of the line from, from, from uh, a Batman with a joke with Jack Nigley. He says, he says, you smile on the outside, he said, but I'm crying on the inside. <laughs> I don't know about you, but when he said that, I could, I could, I could address with that. Because many times you may see me smile, but I might be crying on the inside. And the problem is that I can fool you, but I can't fool my Jesus. And I'm so glad that he knows when I'm hurting that he can, he can say, come, come, come to me. Lay all your burdens on me so that you can have rest. Have rest for what? For your soul. Uh, anybody have some sleepless nights? Uh, just turn it over to Jesus and you can rest. Uh, anybody have some stormy days? Just turn it over to Jesus. He can give you peace. And so we realize that, that he wants to, to change our heart because he sees what's going through. It makes it easier for us to come to him because he can get to us. And then the third lesson we hear that he came to seek and save who are lost. Verse 10 says, for the Son of Man came to seek and save those who are lost. So seeing what our credit with Christ has done for us gets us back to our lessons to learn from Zacchaeus. How am I changing? Is my desire to be close to him? Am I drawing nigh to him so he can draw nigh unto me? Am I willing to humble myself before him? Am I willing to repent, to reconcile rights, and, 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 and make sure that I have peace and harmony with my brothers and sisters? Because if we are going to live a credible Christianity, we need to show people our credible Christ by how we live. We're going to talk about a forgiving God, then we need to show how we can be forgiven. We want to talk about a loving God that we need to show how we are loving. We want to talk about a God that's full of grace and mercy that we need to be full of grace and mercy. How can we be full of grace and mercy? There's only one way. Jesus says in John 15 that I am the true vine and my father is the garden. If you abide in me, I abide in you. 
I like how he says it not once but twice, but anything you ask, according to my Father in my name, it shall be given unto you. One thing he said I will give unto you is joy that will overflow. And when I think about that joy that overflows, it reminds me of when I was a little kid, I went to a wedding. And at the wedding, they had some pink sparkling champagne. And they had a glass tower built up of the glasses with one glass on top. The person got up on a table, I'm sorry, on a chair by the table to pour on top that first glass. And he poured till that glass was overflowing. So that it went down to the glasses below. And I started looking at that glass. It was like a pyramid. Um, there was one glass on top. There was like four underneath. Then it got eight. Then it got multiplying and multiplying. <laughs> can I help somebody out to, that God can bless you in your life that it can multiply? And it multiply because you are not to hold it for yourself, but be a blessing unto somebody else. Can I drive this home? I'm talking about the text here. Zacchaeus was that one vessel up on the tree. He found a blessing from Jesus that he had to be a blessing to somebody else. He went on to bless the poor and those who cheated. Hello, somebody. Good day. And our children, may the Lord bless you real good. But you're going to find on your way home how God has blessed you to be a blessing to somebody else so that they can see the goodness of the Lord. And they might ask you why all of a sudden you want to be good to me. All you got to do is that I found him. I found him. His name is Jesus. He's my Lord. He's my all in all. And he's changed my circumstances to realize that on Christ is a solid rock I stand. So I don't need to lean on my money anymore, but I'm going to be a blessing to you. I built my life on lies, but now I stand on the truth. Hello, somebody. Do you understand that when you meet Jesus, things change. Our conversations should change. And now, can I help us out that not only will my character change here, but sooner or later, my body will change. That this old mortal body will put on immortality. <laughs> this corruptible body will put on incorruption. How do I know it? Because the Bible tells me here in Corinthians 15 chapter that like a twinkling, like a blink of an eye, we all shall be changed. How do I know we're going to be changed? I'm going to hear a trumpet sound. <laughs> It's going to be an alarm telling me to wake up. <laughs> I might be asleep or I might be alive, but all of us are going to be changed. But before that change comes, he's changing our hearts. Is he changing your heart to be more like him? So the change will be complete when he comes back. But we need to have a change of character. And tell your neighbor, change doesn't stop today. Because you want to change today to change tomorrow. Because you got to keep on changing. Until he comes back. So tell your neighbor, don't stop. Keep on changing. Don't stop. Keep on changing. And let the Lord have your heart. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord.